Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. What is going on, everybody? How are you on this fine, fantabulous day? Welcome to Wednesday. It is Wednesday, May 26th. Um, yeah, been having a been having a great day so far. It is it is only eight o'clock in the morning. I've accomplished the the uh, the task of waking up this morning and getting the kids woke up and the wife woke up. I have yet to get a status update on whether or not the kids actually made it to school as the as the year drags on to a close. It is harder and harder to get the kids out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I was like, come on guys, come on, today, tomorrow, that's it. Don't, uh, don't break the streak. See what happens, I guess. Um, moving on with the show, if you could go down to the show notes, click on the link down there, it should take you to my Twitter, follow me. Uh, share with a friend, interact with me a little bit, let me know what you think about the show. Uh, yeah, let's move on. So, I want to... I want... How do I say this? I've been trying to figure out how to present my content. kind of take on the metaphor of a computer. Alright. Computers computers for the most part have all of the same stuff inside of them. The thing that makes them unique the thing that makes them special is their operating system. Taoism, right? I've got uh, 
I want to say that I've got two operator manuals, but to be absolutely honest, there's hundreds of them. And, and each one each one adds something special to the mix. And it's it's kind of one of those things where because of because of this operating system, because of Buddhism, because of Taoism, I do things different than I used to do them. And now that I'm doing things <clears throat> according to Buddhism and according to Taoism, or at least how I interpret these things. I, I consider them my operating system. I do things different. I see things different. I react to things different. Even if sometimes whenever a, a new situation comes up where Sunday morning, but Saturday night, <laughs> at least it was for this guy, it was still Saturday night, um, I live in a town where there's not a whole lot to do, and a lot of the people in my town, there's not like a, there's not like a bar or a club or, or uh, a night spot to hang out where everybody goes and hangs out, a pub, right? There, there's, not, there's not one of those places, so everybody kind of hangs out at their buddy's house, and they drink. Well, it's like 2.30 in the morning. wakes me up and I don't hear my wife I hear my dogs my dogs are barking like crazy the baby's crying the kids are talking and then I hear my wife and she goes there's some guy out on the porch he needs a ride and I, I can tell you this much that uh, <laughs> old me previously would have been just like that to anger. And and I was. You know, even, at, even at this point in the story, that, that was the first thing that popped in my head. Why is there somebody on my porch? Why are they ringing the doorbell? Why is, and, and I stopped and I paused and and I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to see it a different way. And as I'm doing that, my, my wife pipes up with, he needs a ride. He's asking for a ride. And I'm like, yes. I don't say anything angry. 
I don't fight. I don't. I don't have a negative thought. Yeah, okay, I have some negative thoughts, but it. it I I feel amazing because instead of that being the first thing that pops up, instead of that being the loudest voice, instead of me being a jerk about it. I'm finally getting to a point where where love and kindness and compassion are the are the first things that pop up in my head. Right? There may have been a day 20 years ago 
when my body could have handled throwing 80 pound bags of concrete all day and doing that kind of work but I'm I'm squishy now man I'm soft I can't I can't do that kind of thing you know <laughs> like if you're looking for a supervisor or something that doesn't have to do that very much then yeah I, I might be that kind of guy but I, I don't know anything about concrete and, and all that kind of thing so I, I no thank you though I, I appreciate Offering that to me, but uh, he apologized the whole trip and everything. And I dropped him off at his destination. He's oh, thank you so much, thank you so much. And uh, I sat there in the park a lot, watched him stumble to the door, and he went inside, and he was all right. That's awesome. And I drove home. And I laid there and met with a big smile on my face. I was, I was just, I was just happy that I could help, you know. And and I, and I sat there and I thought about it. I was like, why, why have I done this? You know, it, 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 even even months ago, not not just years ago, not just not just even months ago, but weeks ago. Weeks ago, I'd I'd have walked right out there and I gave that dude the finger and I told him to get off my property. Before I call the cops. And and here I and here I am, instead of instead of being awake and angry and combative, I I did what I considered to be the right thing. I went out there and I helped. And I, and I, I really truly feel like that that's where my my spiritual trip has led me. To, in, instead of instead of focusing on the self, instead of instead of focusing on me only. I'm not saying you shouldn't focus on yourself at all. But instead of it only being only about me, I've I've come to a place where I realize it's not just me. And what did it? What was I awake for? Fifteen minutes? Twenty minutes? Got out of my bed. I hopped in the car. I drove down the road. I drove back. I got home. I kissed my wife. I told her I loved her calmed everybody down, and I walked back to my bed, I got in there and I laid down, I looked at my phone for a couple of minutes, I smiled, because I, I did what I thought was an awesome thing, I closed my eyes and I went to sleep. I really 
know what I mean? I, I want to, I want to share these things that I have, I have learned, that I have taught myself the, the, the things that are are coming more clear to me, and and how I got to that point. Right? I want that to be. I want that to be a focus of my content. And I want I want to I want to share my spiritual trip. How do I say it? I want to I want to share the examples. I want to share history. I want to share things that I have seen. And in the context of sharing those experiences to to share to how do I say to, to share Buddhism, to share Taoism, to share my spiritual trip so that Kind of like, like, like right now, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a segue into the four noble truths, right? And in, in sharing the four noble truths, to bounce, to bounce back and forth between the four noble truths and experiences that I've had, and in sharing the experiences. <clears throat> Lending some light as to why I I interpret the things that have happened according to my spiritual trip. I have no idea if that made any amount of sense. It's <laughs> like I said before, if there's if there's 8 billion people that live on this planet, then there are 8 billion different, unique, individual, spiritual trips. Because of the things that have occurred in your life, your own unique, individual life, your experiences are going to sway either very dramatically or very slightly your interpretation of things versus my interpretation of things. Even if we grew up on the same block. Even if we grew up in the same family. Even if that person is... Even if that same person is you. that this is how it's got to happen right now and the end. But 
that I'm I'm under the influence of some other operating system. Whenever a new thing comes up, I have that automated response that I I gotta do it this way. This is how it's supposed to go. The end. And I start headed head first into this, and then stop. Like whoa. Wait a minute, wait a minute, okay, hold on. Is this, is this really the best way to go about this? Alright, and I can tell you this much, alright. My, my relationship with the people who are around me the most, in my opinion, much better. Okay. Japanese culture and the language and 
it, it, I, I just think it's cool. And I, I want to learn a little bit more about it, you know, and add to my practice kind of thing.
out loud on YouTube. All you gotta do is just press play and they'll read the book for you and do it in, you know, a couple hours or so. Like, ah, wow. Yeah. Awesome. So, I hope, I, I hope if I am the first person that you listen to talk about this, you take what I've said and, and go find somebody else and listen to what they say and find another somebody else and listen to what they say, right? If I'm not the first person that you've heard say these words, I still suggest you go find somebody else, Because right? this is just, this is just my interpretation, right? The things that I've picked up on from listening to, you know, quite a few people and books and podcasts and videos and whatnot, you know, it's kind of one of those things that I've got playing in the background while I'm driving around. I've... Yeah, I've been doing this job for like three and a half years, and the first two, three months, I got really sick listening to my favorite songs over and over and over and over again, right? <laughs> so I, I was looking for another outlet, and, and thankfully, thankfully my spiritual trip fell into my ears, and I listened to that a lot, and I... And it, it's every time I hear somebody different. Even even Tiknot Han has several different versions of the, the Four Noble Truths. And Ashan Brahm, and even Ramdas, Lama Surya Das. You know, there's 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 so many names to drop that you can you can go to and, and listen to these people talk about them about the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, on and on and on, right? And they've all got, they've all got their own individual interpretations of, of, of these, these, uh, we'll just talk about the Four Noble Truths now. They've all got their own, their own versions of the Four Noble Truths at that time. And then it could be another year, another five years, another ten years, and all of that life experience up to that point, and, and hearing other people talk about it and experiencing life, kind of nudging their interpretation of the Four Noble Truths in, you know, a, a slightly, barely noticeable, but still definitely their direction. You know what I mean? Because, like, whenever I was younger, whenever I was still single, before I met my wife, I had a very definite plan in my head how my children were going to be raised, right? And then I had kids, and with a little help from my wife, <laughs> my, uh, my idea of how my children were going to be raised changed. still to 
this day, things change. And it, and, and as much as it frustrates me to say this, that's how it should be. Today is a new day. Yesterday we learned lessons, and today we apply those lessons. And whether they work out or not should determine whether or not we apply those lessons tomorrow. Alright, so now that another 10 minutes has gone by, and I still haven't talked about the Four Noble Truths, let us move on, please. Alright, Four Noble Truths. Alright, first Noble Truth is that if you are alive, you will experience suffering. Alright? Now, second noble truth, we experience the suffering because of the decisions that we make. Okay, because we, uh, because of our, uh, our clinging because of our desires, because of because of those things, we we come to a point where we we want things to be a certain way, and because we made a decision. And they didn't work out that way. We are now experiencing suffering. Does that make sense? Alright, now. The third noble truth. <clears throat> brings a bit of relief. Uh, the first two noble truths were were awful for me. Like, you know, I, I, I came to Buddhism, you know, the, the very first time, my senior year, my my dad, and my mom and dad had split up, my dad moved out, you know, I, my, my friends are all talking about leaving and going to college and all, you know, everything that was my normal life for the first 18 years of my life is now all falling apart and everybody's going away and I don't know what's happening next and I'm not ready for the outside world and I just dumped my my parents' religion and looking for my very own answers and, and path and whatnot and I look to Buddhism and the very first thing that Buddhism tells me is that life is suffering. I'm like, screw you man, close that book, throw it back up on the shelf, bye. I didn't want to have anything to do with that. And then I managed to suffer past the first noble truth and get to the second noble truth. And be like, oh, come on. Life is suffering because I, I've made the decision for... They're like, no. No. I did not I did not choose to suffer. Okay? This is, this is not... This is not what I wanted to have happen. No. I 
closed the book again. I put it back up on the shelf and I walked away. But then a couple of years ago, I was like, man, you know, life, life seems to be almost railroading me down this path. I go this way, dude. Please, there's something you've got to see this way. Go this way, please. Right, alright. I get to the four noble truths again. And then the third noble truth comes in with a bit of a relief. And saying, hey look. You, it is possible. By, by letting go of your desires. By letting go of your attachments. By letting go of these expectations of this is how it's supposed to be you can find relief from this suffering it is it is possible to turn this this ship around and say hey man I'm I'm tired of the suffering right but let's see what we can do about relieving it and then the fourth noble truth comes in with here's the relief Okay, here's a path. This path has eight folds to it, right? You don't necessarily have to do one right after the other. You can pick one and focus on that for a little bit, and then pick another one and focus on that one for a little bit. And me, I'm one of those people who needs a list, all right? That, that list of things helps me focus on my, on my goal. I go into going to the grocery store there's there's two different versions of me going to the grocery store there's me with a list and me without a list and both of them are fine not a big deal I can I, I run my kitchen all right I know I know what food we've got and what food we don't got and I know that if we're if we're pretty much low on everything, I can go to the store without a list, and I can walk up and down all the aisles, and I can and I can see, you know, I can see in my head. Oh yeah, we got plenty of this. Oh yeah, we got plenty. Of, oh, we need some of these things. Let's get some of this and some of that. No, 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 no. And it's, 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 it's more, it's more casual, it's more loose of a thing, but you give me a list, right? I'm taking that list with me, I'm running in the store, I'm getting that stuff, and I am done. I'm getting out of the store, I'm getting back to the house, I'm making dinner, I'm getting things done, all right? Somewhere, somewhere in between those two mindsets is where I'm at with the Eightfold Path. I've got a list. I've got a list of things that I can focus on. But I don't want to rush this. You know what I mean? It's... It, it's something to be revisited every day, every hour, every minute, every second, every breath that you take is, is an opportunity to reflect upon 
the these these ideas, the four noble truths, the eightfold path, the five precepts, all of the sutras, every the Dhammapada, everything that's come out of every word that's been that has come out of Buddha's mouth or or Lao Tzu's mouth or Bodhidharma or or pick a pick a a wise man and insert their name here. Every moment is an opportunity. Every breath is an opportunity. And I don't I don't want to rush this. I don't I don't look at the eightfold path as a list of things to hurry up, get into the store, accomplish the list, and and get home and move on with life. But I also I also don't want to be so slow motion and casual about it that you know I I took too much time in one spot and I. I was too busy smelling this flower and missed the opportunity to even see this flower over here. Too, too busy focusing on this one fold to realize that there was another fold that would have been much more helpful. And it's it's in the word practice that for me is, is the is the focus. I'm, I'm not going to be perfect every time and, and none of us are going to be perfect every time but practice and and trial and error to to get us to a place where where it's not it's not practice as much anymore as it is second nature and that's and that's that's the lesson that I have learned so far from my spiritual trip. That it there there's it, the four noble truths opening my eyes. That it, it's not just about me. My life. It isn't just my life that is suffering, and it's not just my decisions that are causing these the suffering. And it's not just my release of of uh, attachment that is going to relieve the suffering. And it's not just my following of the eightfold path that is going to make my life better. It it's it also includes everybody outside of you. In, in in multiple levels like me me understanding that my life is suffering also applies to everybody else that everybody else is suffering in their own way you may not be able to understand it you may not be able to 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 comprehend what it is like like there there's a guy over here I'm I'm at a truck stop right get ready to go in and go use the restroom and this guy is 
very angrily washing off his windshield. All right. And I don't know, I don't know anything about the guy. But I do know that there are a bazillion possibilities as to why he's doing it angrily. I don't even know if he's even angry about it. You know what I mean? So, I, I try because of the first noble truth, I try not to I try not to I try not to judge people by by their cover. You know? I try I try not to I try not to see their actions as as whatever it is that that's happening in my head. You know, and I try not to make the things that are going on in my head spill out onto other people. I I I'm I'm trying not to take my anger out on other people. Does that make that makes mm-hmm. sense? Because by my because I am suffering from something at that moment doesn't mean that other people have to suffer as well. Does that make sense? And I let go of I let go of my attachments, other people let go of their attachments. I follow the eightfold path, other people follow the eightfold path. And I'm not I'm not saying it in a sense of you know, we should start a crusade and radicalize Buddhism. Good grief, no. <laughs> There should not be, there should not be an invasion of the Holy Land by by Buddhist monks. Please do not do this. <laughs> but, but instead, be being an example. That that's, you know, one of those big ultimate things that I'm I'm hoping to accomplish with my life and my content to to serve as an example, not the example, not the best example, not a great example, but just one example of one interpretation of one path of how to live a, a life. Now, hopefully other people will see my example as a bright and shiny one, and I think of myself as, as that way as well. that the, the way I'm living my life now is better than it was. And if somebody were to look at my life and take one little piece of my life and apply it to their life and their life becomes a better life, then that was worth it. I've, I've, I've accomplished my goal. Okay? I can go to bed and sleep well tonight because, hey, everybody's having a good day. I gotta get off here. I need to use the restroom really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna be a, a not so good example of how not not to uh, not not to uh, have an accident. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get off here. Head on down to the show notes. Uh, 
There should be a clickable link down there. Click that link. Go to Twitter. If it's not a clickable link, search for Daddy Satva, D-A-D-D-Y-S-A-T-V-A. And that will, uh, should bring up the one and only me. And, uh, say hi. Let me know what you think about the show, alright? Alright, later, man.